Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So Elena, it's a good, so good to see you after five years. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your yes. uh, business and what is it that you do? Uh, that's pleasure of mine to see you again after, well, uh, five years period of time. It's relatively not so big time frame, but uh, a lot of things happened. Uh, and uh, uh, after um, uh, we finished our MBA, uh, I did, in fact, uh, uh, three stages shift because it's quite well known that uh, uh, people making MBA in order to change either location uh, to change uh, uh, job uh, um, like uh, um, the sphere and mm -hmm. to change the role. So for me, it was uh, uh, three types of shift because uh, before uh, I was born and lived and worked all my life in Moscow, in Russia, and I moved in Europe. Uh, now I'm between, uh, uh, I would say, uh, different countries in Europe during, uh, due to my uh, type of activities I'm doing. And uh, this is completely a uh, different role and functions what I'm doing now, because in Moscow I was working uh, mainly uh, on the side of business development activities in big corporations, like automotive, transport, banking. Uh, and now I have a quite independent business. Uh, I'm working on the projects which I like. I'm working with the people with uh, whom I feel synergy, uh, okay. from whom I can learn, and uh, with whom we can achieve certain uh, quite visual results. Nice. Well, in a nutshell, what I'm currently doing, uh, my business activities, uh, uh, so I switched uh, uh, into financial sector, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, this is, I would uh, rather describe, like uh, asset protection and uh, um, wealth structuring from uh, for different uh, group of investors and private individuals, uh, putting in place legal tax optimized structures because uh, our savings is our earnings, yeah. uh, as well as uh, liaising uh, with the uh, governmental and uh, uh, local structures in order to obtain proper license to perform uh, different types of activities per region depending on the project. Uh, also liaising with banks in order to obtain banking facilities and things like this. And uh, type of projects I'm currently involved um, in, I would rather describe like marriage of traditional finance uh, with technology. 
because quite uh, rapidly developing uh, technological progress uh, are coming in almost all spheres of our life and uh, financial sector already transformed by these changes which yeah. we can observe nowadays for example making different online payments different banking transactions and uh, it's becoming more and more popular uh, to make a digital type of asset uh, which gives to assets more flexibility mm -hmm. uh, which makes assets more secured more transferred uh, and uh, it's also uh, helps to eliminate uh, different intermediaries in the chain which also reflects in the cost savings yeah i see I see. And so, so how that's, uh, that, that's, uh, that's quite, yes, quite big, uh, how to say, field of activities. And uh, since I mentioned this project currently going uh, in uh, different regions, yeah. I have quite business contacts in the Middle East, in Asia, in Russia, in uh, United States. So with the current situation, traveling almost impossible. Yeah. And due to the type of questions uh, I have to deal with, it's quite confidential, uh, it's quite... Um, uh, well, uh, quite complex, and uh, uh, it's it's not possible to discuss over the phone or to yeah. make it uh, in some kind of remote uh, discussions. Okay, and so that basically, that, yeah. So, so basically, how how are you guys uh, in this consortium? Because I assume that if you have multiple locations, then business travel is off the table now. <laughs> no, no more business travel, right? And so, how are you? How are you dealing with the whole uh, lockdown? Is it affecting your business directly? Is it affecting the businesses that you deal with? What is the impact on this on your daily operations? Without going into too much details, that something you don't want to maybe comment on. But what is, in a nutshell, the actual impact of all of this on your activities? Well, the actual impact that everything is put on hold. Uh, because, um, well, just uh, uh, again, as I mentioned, uh, uh, because of that, there is no, how to say, chances to meet and discuss, and a lot of people, a lot of parties involved. Uh, it's just like, you know, maybe moving uh, uh, some questions which in the ongoing process, but in overall, like everyone sitting at home reflecting on what is happening and uh, thinking towards which direction we are slowly moving mm. okay and so where, where so the the idea behind this because I'm, I'm, i've been getting this question a lot from the people that i'm speaking with and also in some of the comments on the previous videos is okay we're we're dealing with the with something that people are more bothered about not knowing what's going to happen next than about what's actually happening like they don't mind being at home they don't mind staying at home they don't mind waiting in line they don't mind all those changes that we're facing but what they do are what they are really afraid of is the uncertainty right of exactly. of, of the things happening later so what are what are the what are the things that you try to push forward to, to your clients or partners to deal with this uncertainty. Is there a kind of a uncertainty for dummies, if you want to call it like this, or something that could help people just go past the uncertainty? Uh, you're absolutely right. Describing uh, uh, this uh, current situation the whole world is facing, uh, that uh, we're living in quite, uh, we're going through quite uh, challenging and unprecedented times. 
and uh, uh, since this virus just it came from nowhere mm -hmm. and it spread all over the world like in no time covered the whole uh, population that people now obliged to stay home they can't have normal social life they can't make uh, uh, normal business commercial activities they get used to and uh, this uncertainty brings quite a lot of frustration Mm. But just for the second, let's uh, have a look back in the history of mankind and we will see that uh, this type of crisis were quite repeatedly coming into the certain period of the yeah. our evolution. Yeah, uh, like, for example, different world wars or uh, natural disasters or any other pandemic situation, by the way, with diseases uh, much serious than we experience nowadays which diseases uh, uh, have no chances to recover. Uh, that is why I'm more, um, my personal opinion, which I'm trying like, because of course each of us uh, has right to have their own opinion. But uh, uh, to my opinion, uh, any kind of crisis, uh, we should take like opportunity for further development. Mm -hmm. It's like opportunity, first of all, for us to upgrade ourselves to see on certain things uh, absolutely differently, to think uh, uh, what's, uh, uh, what other advantages we can uh, uh, take from the situation. And the point is that, that at current stage, we can't uh, make any kind of forecast because no. the peak of uh, uh, pandemic situation is not reached yet. Because, okay, China quite uh, successfully managed to take the situation under the control. Now it's on the rising uh, uh, steel mode in Europe, United States even worse, but we still uh, should take into account that such poor regions like Africa, yeah. Latin America, it still didn't reach yet, where the healthcare system and uh, financial support from the government is way less than uh, we can expect from the most developed countries. Mm -hmm. Uh, so for the current being like uh, uh, we just need to keep it calm and we just need to project uh, uh, like uh, what uh, what kind of opportunities it can uh, just I would rather say to to observe the um, the situation from uh, uh, another side from another mm. angle. Indeed, what you touched on regarding countries that are not because. And up until now, we are basically focusing on there was there was different phases. It, it really is very strange to have this conversation about the virus because there was different phases. And so phase one was, OK, there's something we don't know what it is. Then phase two, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry. It's just like the flu. And then phase three, you see what I mean? And then phase three is like, oh, we're all going to die. And then phase four, no, no, we're not all going to die. It's gonna, it's 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 just that it's gonna be annoying for this. And then phase five is no, it's spreading very fast, and now we have to contain it. And so I think I think what we're, I think it's just because we just don't know, right? And the way it's it, it's spreading, we we there's a lot of things we don't know. But what we do know is that indeed social distancing works because it has reduced the things. We also know that uh, a, a healthier hygiene. I mean, for for it, I was talking to my mother and she said, you know, when you were a kid and we and I used to beat you on the hand and tell you wash your hands before you eat and wash your hands five, six times a day and those things, right? So I think common sense. So she was right. 
yeah so common sense things about hygiene and those kind of things are basically the what's going on and then you have the economic impact which is there are countries that are considered to be superpowers and they're finding themselves not ready to deal with something like this right and you have countries that are so poor that at some point like i was observing the situation in lebanon my my, my home country like there's a poverty issue saying okay i have two choices either i stay home but I starve because I'm not working and there is no social security, there is nothing. Or I take my chances and I still go to work and uh, I'll take my chances with the virus basically. So they're offered basically, because in, in developed countries we're home, right? We're staying home where we have social security, we have internet, we have Netflix, we have all the basic minimum that we need in other countries. As you said, it's underdeveloped countries, very, uh, limited healthcare system, often corrupted government, often in, in the sense of uh, uh, all the African and uh, Middle Eastern uh, company, uh, countries. And so this uncertainty is just, I think, going to, I think at some point when everything is gonna be over at some part of the world, we just have to expect and help out the other part of the world. You know, um, the mayor of New York put a very uh, good metaphor not the mayor, the governor of New York State, he said, imagine it as a fire spreading. And mm-hmm. so it gets your neighbor's house. But it is going to get to your house unless you stop it at your neighbor's house. So it is in, it's not being nice or being good or being bad. It's just in your interest to help stopping it at your neighbor's house as well. Because this way it will not spread to your house too. Right, and so exactly, exactly. You you give you are giving very good uh, example because uh, uh, again, uh, what we experienced in the past, even the, the recent fires in Australia, like the whole world was observing, was uh, uh, trying to help, but it still was somewhere far away. But exactly now, but now you see that the whole uh, the whole population in different uh, part of the world. Even I remember when it started uh, with the lockdown um, of this city in China, I was in Russia. It mm. was end of January, I was in Russia and uh, I was uh, waiting for my plane uh, back to Europe. And I already saw the, the first like sign of uh, uh, approaching um, uh, situation. And uh, even me, honestly, I was thinking, uh, uh, well, it's, uh, it's happening somewhere far away, like, uh, I mean, yeah. Even didn't uh, uh, it even at that point of view, it even didn't reach my mind that uh, almost uh, like nearly in a month uh, and a half, the situation in Europe will be even worse than in China. Yeah. Because with European Union and all these uh, open borders, yeah, we have absolutely uncontrolled situation. And yeah. you know, uh, I have another observation that uh, the nations. Uh, the culture uh, of nations who are more organized, who are more self-disciplined, they overcome this crisis with less damages than others. For example, if we have a look at Europe, uh, uh, such countries like Germany, Switzerland, Austria, some uh, Scandinavian countries, uh, they already have quite less uh, bad consequences than, for example, uh, Italy, Spain, well, partly also France, uh, that is why it's also um, 
there is no how to say separation between my house and your house mm. there is uh, yes there is a human population which uh, uh, in one way or another influence each other absolutely we're, with our actions is, we're influencing the outcome yes yeah. exactly and th that is why we already uh, how to say come across uh, uh, quite um, common opinion that uh, this is crisis also make certain shift in uh, how to say awareness of people what are they doing and how it reflects in uh, our everyday life and uh, the everyday life of our neighbors between uh, because even again if for example uh, Europe's uh, Europe United States successfully will take the situation under the control but this uh, virus will further to Africa and Latin America where it will be like absolutely it's even the worst case scenario which we even could imagine I hope it will not go so far but uh, uh, if the this critical situation will shift to this region well there is no how to say guarantee that it will not jump back to Europe yeah again with all this uh, people moving all around the world because we can't see it it's impossible yeah yeah i think i think i think we're i think it's a test of humanity basically this is a it's it's, it's a test of our discipline it's a test of our uh, living together it's a test of our resilience and as you said and i spoke uh, with mike the other day about it either we come more developed and with more like either either it's gonna slow us down and we're gonna accept like okay, I have to wait for my Amazon Prime two days instead of waiting two hours because some regions stay there. Or we're going to develop into a point where no more delivery guy, it's going to be a drone that is going to pop out this window and going to hand me my, my, uh, my, uh, my package, right? And so it's, it brings a lot of opportunity. To, as you said in the beginning, it brings a lot of development opportunities. So what would be if, if I have to finalize this 30, 40 minute session with you, what would be the the major outtakes that you would give somebody in, in your position, like somebody that is working, that has a business, that is struggling with this? How are you dealing with it on a personal level? And what advice would you give to somebody in your position that runs a multi-country business and is dealing with a lot of cultures and everything? Just to go through this in, 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 a, in a positive way. Well, I would rather uh, to start with uh, uh, my personal position that I'm quite optimistic about the future uh, because uh, uh, nevertheless, uh, uh, any crisis uh, uh, has certain, how to say, evaluation and uh, uh, maybe still we didn't reach the, the most like uh, top of this uh, epidemic, but uh, nevertheless, uh, it's still in the process, so we should take the situation as it is. We should take this challenge as uh, the opportunity to upgrade ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, in overall, like uh, again, as I note, as I mentioned, to make any kind of forecast towards the, the business or like how to survive on the personal private level, it's quite difficult, it's quite hard. Uh, yeah. The government trying to make any kind of forecast uh, in order to understand uh, how much financial support they need to uh, give people at the current situation. But uh, uh, in overall, I think that uh, we are moving towards uh, uh, the time uh, from uh, um, 
I would say, over-exaggerated consumption of everything towards more sustainable development, like consuming uh, more uh, renewable energy, alternative energy, uh, and uh, uh, the technological progress which already happening now, because again, uh, 20 years ago, if somebody told you, can you imagine smartphone, which combine in one device, uh, uh, portable computer, phone, GPS, etc., etc., etc. So we're in the uh, time of the transformation. This crisis uh, gives us uh, enormous boost to move towards this transformation. And uh, uh, I strongly believe that technological progress is the key element to go out through all the bad consequences uh, which we will have after this quite uh, frustrating times. Mm -hmm. So we should just keep it positive. We should take any opportunity which coming uh, these days towards us and everything is in our hands. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, then I just wanted to thank you for taking the time for doing this with us uh, today. Likewise. I just started this uh, cast a couple of days ago and a couple of weeks ago, sorry, and then it just took off. It just some people are calling and I'm happy to have you also on the on the, on the yeah track. yeah that's perfect initiative i wish you good luck i wish you stay positive and uh, reconnect with uh, yeah. other people across the globe yeah th thanks elena thanks hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.